This is the download from Sounds Profitable, the most important news from this week and why it matters to people in the business of podcasting. I'm Manuela Bedoya. And I'm Shreya Sharma. Beer gets into video podcast advertising. Kids' podcast business is booming. And an appeal to private marketplace deals over Fang. Let's get started. Production company Crooked Media has kicked off a campaign incorporating a purely visual sponsorship into Offline with Job Favreau, and it's from a sector not frequently seen in podcasting. Morning Brew's Alyssa Myers covered the story last Friday, shining light on a YouTube-focused partnership between Crooked Media and Blue Moon Beer, a subsidiary of Molson Coors. Quote, For Blue Moon, Crooked agreed to add title cards that say presented by Blue Moon, along with the brand's logo, to the start of each offline YouTube episode. Crooked Media VP of Commercial, Marketing and Creative Strategy, Joel Fowler, told Marketing Brew. End quote. In addition to the title card and host read ads in each video, Blue Moon will also buy YouTube ad space specifically on Crooked Media's YouTube channel. Joel Fowler told Marketing Brew, Blue Moon is the first, quote, bigger blue chip brand that you're seeing coming to the podcast space, end quote. Fowler foresees more Fortune 500 companies embracing multimedia podcast ad campaigns in the near future. Disinformation detection company NewsGuard is looking to provide brand safety by uprooting disinformation in podcasts. According to reporting by Media Post's Joe Mandis, and I quote, NewsGuard is said to be in talks with at least three of the ad industry's big holding companies to fund the new podcast rating service and would reap a six-month exclusive window as part of this deal. Mandes connects a renewed industry interest in new brand safety tools for podcasts to the latest controversy surrounding the resurgence of COVID-19 disinformation on Spotify's The Joe Rogan Experience. NewsGuard aims to provide a personal touch with physical human analysts to employ prior knowledge and context to determine a podcast's veracity, building lists of safe or problem podcasts as time goes on. So while initially NewsGuard's attempt to adapt their blog fact checkers for podcasting sounds noble, it does raise some eyebrows. It is a proprietary tool that will have six-month exclusivity for the anonymous holding companies that are funding the project. Their chosen hands-on approach also isn't scalable, like other solutions currently in production, especially the one offered by Barometer. Unlike NewsGuard, Barometer is using the publicly auditable GARM framework and isn't focusing on exclusivity with a particular investor. It is the download's humble opinion that the brand safety problem needs not be solved with proprietary solutions, but instead with accessible and easily replicated frameworks. Once again, Jay Clara Chan over at Hollywood Reporter has some fun developments in the podcasting world. Published last Tuesday, Chan's The Booming Business of Kids Podcasting gives a rundown of the big-name attention kids podcasts are getting. Quote, Podcasts in the kids and family category have seen a 20% increase in listenership since 2019, according to NPR and Edison Research's 2021 Spoken Word Audio Report. 
Podcast adaptations of hit children's show are proliferating, while conversely, film and TV studios are becoming involved earlier than ever to snap up podcast IP catered toward kids. End quote. That 20% number is likely quite low, as discussed in Lindsay Patterson's media blog on how the kids and family category needs an overhaul. Regardless of where the number's at, it's good enough to get some big movers interested in kids' podcasting content. Spotify has produced a podcast spinoff of the viral hit toddler sensory videos, Coco Melon. GBH Kids is producing an adaptation to continue the recently retired PBS Kids series, Arthur. On the opposite side of the equation, Warner Brothers is optioning the TV rights from Gen Z Media's unreleased podcast, 20 Million Views. According to Ben Strauss, CEO of Gen Z Media, while speaking to Hollywood Reporter, quote, everyone's looking for great IP, especially great family IP, which is what we're counting on, end quote. As YouTube, television, and every other form of media has discovered, making content to entertain kids is profitable. Now, podcasting just has to thread the tricky needle of advertising to younger audiences with the legislation like the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, severely limiting traditional advertising practices. On Wednesday, Michael Korsansky published the incredibly thorough op-ed titled How Publishers Can Lessen Their Dependence on FANG for Adweek. Korsansky opens with a quick recap of the alleged handshake deal in which Google offered Facebook perks like lower digital ad fees in exchange for Facebook's support of Google's open bidding program. News that gives the appearance that the F and the G of FANG are colluding. All right, for those not looking at the transcript, FANG, or F-A-A-N-G, is an initialism of the five biggest players in tech, consisting of Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google. Well, technically, with Google becoming an alphabet company, the last letter should be an A, but Fauna doesn't have the same flair. Quirky names aside, Korsunsky's not happy. Quote, The news is a betrayal of publishers' trust and highlights yet again the overdominance of the walled garden. It should therefore be treated as a bellwether moment for all digital marketers. End quote. Korsansky thinks it's high time to kick shadowy open marketplaces to the curb and embrace transparent, more direct transactions on private marketplaces. For more background on the perils of open market programmatic, check out Michael Berge's DigiDay piece titled Open Market Video Programmatic is Rife with Fraud, Say Buyers, Further Complicating an Already Difficult Marketplace. But hold up. What does this mean for podcasting? As an industry, it's best poised to expand with programmatic through private marketplaces, providing more transparency and better relationships than open marketplaces. If advertisers get on board with finding the solution more preferable outside of podcasting, it will likely bleed over to increase programmatic sales in podcasting. Once again, we bring shocking news posted to Twitter. On Monday, Digital Content Next CEO Jason Kint posted a Twitter thread analyzing developments in a sizable privacy lawsuit against Google in Northern California courts. 
The court order calls for Ernst & Young, Google's independent auditor, to immediately relinquish all files relevant to the suit. Google is also ordered to show cause as to why they should not be sanctioned in light of new information suggesting Google allegedly ordered Ernst & Young to withhold over 6,000 sensitive documents relevant to the case. Quote, It's a bad look for ENY to be playing this for Google considering they perform much of the auditing across the advertising industry. End quote. In addition to the advertising industry implications, Ernst & Young is one of the primary auditing firms for certifications, like those through IAB. Continuing the download's tendency to experiment and grow, we've got two new segments that don't quite have names just yet. We're working on it. First up, a brief recap of podcast company funding rounds of note over the last week. On Tuesday, Lipson landed $4.75 million in new equity financing. And as broken in Monday's pod news, podcast startup Kaleidoscope secured $3.5 million in funding, plus a six-show deal with iHeartMedia. For the second and final segment, we want to branch out our occasional honorable mention into a regular highlight of multiple stories we couldn't fit into today's episode, but are absolutely worth your time to read in full. With that in mind, here's this week's three must-reads. The first, The Care and Feeding of a Podcast Audience by Tom Webster. Women Podcast Listeners, What We Know Right Now by Kayla Littman. And, Big Tech Always Falls at Doing Radio by Matt Deegan, which might be of special interest to those who remember our coverage of the Amazon AMP app last week. As always going forward, the links to the articles mentioned in this segment, as well as every article covered in the download, can be found in the episode details. And that was the download from Sounds Profitable. I know we went through these fast, so be sure to check out the links to every article mentioned right in your podcast listening app or on soundsprofitable.com slash the download. And thanks for sticking with us as we continue to make tweaks to this grand experiment to give you the best stories you might have missed from the past week. I'm Manuela Bedoya. And I'm Shreya Sharma. Our producers are Brian Barletta and Evo Terra. Special thanks to Ian Powell for his audio prowess, Gavin Gaddis for writing today's script, and to Omni Studio for hosting The Download. And as always, thanks to you for joining us. Robot, download complete.